Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. Do it live! Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me as soon as possible uh, will be Cameron Hawkins, uh, fresh from his... Uh, New York Comic Con jaunt, and I'm sure we'll hear all kinds of stories and uh, anecdotes, and maybe a little little tea gets knocked over a little bit, spill a little spillage. Because um, I know something went down, and I'm, I want to I want to know. But in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. Uh, this here is an interactive show, so please reach out in one or all of the following ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, get in line and uh, hit us up on the Constellation Lines, and we will talk to you live on air tonight. Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 to talk to us live on air tonight. If you want to have your voice heard but you uh, you don't have the time to talk to us live, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemails can be uh, reached at. I want to say the voicemail be reached at. Four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. You get three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask your questions, voice your opinions, uh, uh, tell us your conspiracy theories, your insider knowledge, whatever it may be. The voicemail is there for you. Once again, it's four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. You can always drop us an email as well. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Uh, you find you can find us at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Let us know in the subject of your email which segment VIP or non-VIP that you want your email read in. <clears throat> We've got a few non-VIP emails that we haven't gotten to from the last two weeks since we've uh, since we've uh, have been on a bit of a hiatus. A uh, couple from Richard and one from Anthony. So we'll get to those in a little bit. You can find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, well, not quite. Uh, you can actually follow along uh, Cam's Twitch stream as well. During the show, during the week, he's twitching about all kinds of stuff. Find that at twitch.tv slash Seahawk. That's, again, C-E-E-E, Hawk. And the last, bastion, the last bastion of Get Adage, the Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast or just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch 
and you will see us among the family of Torch fan pages. So please give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it. Y'all know how it works by now. Let's uh, go ahead and bring up the main eventer onto onto the show. Cam, what'd it be like, Moody? Is that not Cam? Maybe not. See Cam on his. I can see him. I see his. I see his face moving. It looks like he's talking, but I couldn't hear him. So let's try again. Is that you, Cam? Or if it's not, tell me who it is. Craig, is that you? One, one, one. Okay. Hmm. Let's make sure you guys can actually hear me. I hope I haven't been doing this. Uh, Kylan, you, you hear me fine? Absolutely, my friend. All right, thanks. All right, so we're blaming Cameron uh, on this one. So uh, while we get that uh, straightened out, let me make sure this is, yeah, this is a live stream he's got going here. Make sure I, I'm not watching a rerun. Um, yeah, so... Cameron, uh, wait, you know what? Let me unmute his show so I can hear what he's saying. Oh, he can hear me. <laughs> he can hear me just fine. I just can't. Let me, let me, let me. This is, this is great. Cam, you there? Please be there. He's not there. All right, I'm going to leave it unmuted and in case... He does one of those. Can you hear me? And I can say, yeah, I hear you. Um, but nothing yet. And we got some stuff to talk about. This is a, I haven't watched, uh, haven't followed in the last two weeks, so I missed all the draft stuff and I had to rely on Rich uh, <laughs> on VIP to fill me in literally on every, all the events, big, big and little. Uh, but this week, coming back to TV and you know, seeing Bianca Belair shine at least on SmackDown, uh, she got a little bit of, little bit of comeuppance, or had to show a little ass a little bit on uh, on Raw. Not show ass, she's not a heel, but you know what I mean. Um, uh, Carmelo Hayes North uh, American uh, title change, interesting, super big, like kind of like uh, you know, impactful. Oh shit! Wait a second. Is it me? Is my are my eyes deceiving me? Where did Edge? Uh, did he get stung by a, a couple of wasps in his upper shoulders and chest area? That man came out swollen, and I don't remember Edge being that wide and jacked. He looked like a capital T. Um, but yeah, uh, Cam, you figure uh, your thing out yet? I'm gonna take this. Maybe I'm no. I'm gonna let him figure it out. I'm gonna put him back on mute. And uh, yeah, just yeah. I don't know. He took two weeks off too, so. <laughs> he kicked the cord out. 
he uh, turned he turned down the he turned down the fader or you know some shit and and, and can't get his can't get his setup can't get his setup right. <laughs> okay. Uh oh, I think I hear something. Cam. Yes. All right. No, no, no you good. Yeah. Don't move. Wait, you they can actually like hear that. me now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> just don't, 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 go, don't go messing around. No, don't. Mm, just just how about an hour now? And a half. Is that is that good? I think exactly. that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you do sound you sound perfectly fine. So perfect. Um, Great. What's going on? Um, what is going on? Not too much, man. You know, um. Me, getting on. back into the swing of things. Like I took yesterday off too, so I'm still kind of. I'm here, but mm-hmm. am I really here? I don't know. Well, for the sake of this, I'm gonna need you to be here because <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear about <laughs> Comic Con and China or Koreatown and and uh, Miss Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Uh, yeah, wanna, and also yeah. give you a platform to to make any uh, apologies, put things in context that might need to be addressed. You know those kinds of things. Wait, wait, wait! What did I do? Wait, I, wait a minute! I, this is just preemptive. Uh, you know, just knowing the people involved. Wow. I'm just uh, you know. I, I feel like I was actually on the opportunity. Like, like, even like, yeah, like I was, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty solid out there, man. Um, boy, you saw a hardcore match or a death match in person, and you know, I know that that's did. a conversation in itself. That's like, boo, I, I don't even know. It changes you, man. Like, I, I <laughs> we look at wrestling. We we watch wrestling all the time, Travis. You and I, we've seen all kinds of different wrestling, and I know you've seen like ODCW stuff. Um, and, and you've been like, at this well, point. We all see perfect, it. Right? Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, no. Uh, the okay, 08 version when RVD lost the, the big show. <laughs> I was there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it's um, see, the death match in person is different than, than anything I've seen in wrestling because, like, even though we know that wrestling is scripted and we know mm-hmm. that wrestling hurts, we still feel like we're watching like a dance. You're watching a ballet. You're watching a play. You know what I mean? You see a death match, and like even though it's absolutely scripted, it's none of those things. Like they opened the match with hitting the guy over the head with a light tube. That was the first thing that happened before they finished like the ring announcements. And it's the most surreal thing. Like watching a guy get his head cut open with a pizza cutter in person is just different. Mm-hmm. Like and it was Moxley. Like, oh my god, really right? Yeah, Moxley engaged. Yeah, it's like he's really doing that. Oh my god, this is insane. Like yeah. It's 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 a whole nother level, man. That was different. Um, amazing show to go to, but that was like, whoa! What is what is really happening now? Where um, was it? Where was the building? This was at Showboat in Atlantic City. Ah, so you got the whole Northeast yeah, so, experience. Uh, you weren't just you know popping into Manhattan yeah. and and bouncing. You 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 got all over a little bit. Yeah. So what happened was. Um, I stayed with Faye Jackson, mm-hmm. and she stays in Jersey. So she probably, like, chill out. Um, 
she probably she probably, uh, she lives in Trenton, so she lives like an hour from Atlantic City. And so yeah. he, her and Kanisha just got in the car Saturday morning and drove because she actually worked the uh, the first uh, the first show, the JCW show, as a valet. So the co-owner of GCW owns JCW uh, as well. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so she she actually was um she was a valet for her trainer uh for the first show. And then we just hung out there all day, um, just kicking it. So it's funny, there was a bodybuilding competition across the hall and it's just like the same but so different. Because, um, really even in all of uh G C W there might be like two body guys. You know what I mean? Like it's not really like what the promotion's known for. And so you have like wild sculpted guys on one side and like hard grizzled guys on the other and it was right. kind of interesting um, but yeah yeah jcw put on a really good good show um the the main event was everett connor's in a cage match and like the guy he's facing his friends come out to help him and then like a mystery uh like a mystery person came out to help him and it turns out to be his girlfriend from Australia that he met on Twitter that he's never seen in person. It was the coolest <laughs> shit. <laughs> wow. Like, you should have seen the look on his face, man. It was it was really cool. Um, so they did that. And then, um, yeah, the GCW show, you know, Mick Foley comes out and announces the main event. Um, Leo Rush returned to GCW. Um, the Briscoes came out and challenged uh, Matt Justice and... Uh, uh, Mancer and uh, you know Thunder Rosa was a surprise guest and it was a six man uh, scramble and she was like the seventh and she performed really well yeah all around just man a, a dope show um, Joey Janela was there funny Joey Janela story um, so me Kanisha and Faye are basically hanging out uh, with uh, Veda Scott behind the hard cam and. You know, we're all just kind of there. We're watching everything all day. We're there the whole time. And, like, Joe Janelle keeps walking by, and he's like, a third or fourth time he walked by, he gave us a head, and, I, and he was like, hey, what's going on, man? I was like, hey. And so then uh, yesterday on Twitter, I was like, yo, shout out to Joe Janela for giving us the, I'm clearly busy, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing for my match, but I don't want to be rude, so let me say hi. <laughs> and then he tweeted yeah. back. He was like, nah, thanks, man. He's like, I really appreciate you being there. It was so funny. But he was like, you know, about his business, trying not to be rude. But you walk past somebody so many times, you feel like you got to say something. Yeah, funny. that's a that's a thing in the locker rooms, even for folks that aren't. You weren't like this wasn't. You were sitting. This was in the stands behind the hard cam. Uh, you know where, but it's still uh, one of those things that they take. Yeah, very and, the, seriously. and kind of the thing about it was like he knew we were like. I don't want to say somebody, but you know that we weren't just like mm-hmm. in there as fans because we were there like the whole day. And what they yeah. did was they actually had it in like one of their ballrooms. So there's no stands. What they did was they put 2,000 chairs around the ring. Um, it was their biggest, apparently it was their biggest gate ever. It was like 2,000 plus there. But they just put the chairs That was going to be my other question. Cam, what is that? I mean, like, we're like, there's the ring that's up high, but the hard cam is behind like one little waist level wall. So we're just like right there kicking it all day, drinking. Okay. And I was going to ask what the uh, what, what what if there was a number as far as comparing this gate to the uh, Gage Cardona one. Yeah, they said this was the biggest one that they had, just over two thousand. Okay, 000. so 
So I don't know um, if it's location, whatever. Um, I actually saw him two days. I saw him at Comic Con, and I saw him at uh, at G- uh, GCW. I say there are nobody guys. Yeah, he's still a monster. Like who's this now? Uh, Cardona. Oh, okay, okay. Was he on the card? Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, he uh, he faced Effie for the internet title and got it back. Uh, Chelsea Green came out and helped him. Nice. Okay, so he was still on the card and in a prominent spot. So it's yeah. a little, a little not apples to apples, but but apples to pears maybe. Uh, he um yeah he was at a pan uh, he was at the uh, signing with it was him uh Kurt Hawkins uh RVD Katie Forbes uh. The King, Jerry Lawler, uh, Jr. and Jake the Snake. By the way, like RVD and Katie Forbes, so nice. Like Katie Forbes actually came to the, uh, she came to the panel because her and Faye are friends, and she was like super supportive. That was really cool. They weren't doing like uh, uh, exhibitionist stuff, were they? No, I mean, Faye and Katie were definitely twerking on video. Um, <laughs> that was cool. I was like, all right, you know, I'm not mad at this. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it was uh, – that was fun. That was fun. Um, and so the panel, I figure I'm going to really get into it uh, tomorrow night or Friday night whenever I do the uh, the regular stream. But it mm-hmm. was – that was super cool, man. It was um, myself. Uh, Faye Jackson, Kanisha, Jay Rose, of course Chris and Kaz, who uh, used to write for WWE. And uh, yeah, it was it was like a hundred people. One in of that, the wasn't one of the those wrestling girls either on the panel or close to it. They were there. They were yeah. there, and we ended up kick, with, kicking it with them uh, that night. Um. I think we all went out for drinks and dinner afterward, but they were there, but they were not. Was that the Koreatown night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all, okay. like, Comic-Con, panel, dinner, drinks is all Friday night. We got back okay. to Jersey at, like, 3 in the hmm. Yeah, it was all one move. But, yeah, it was, like, 100 people in there, man. We got, um, I'll put the link uh, here in the chat for anybody who wants to check it out later. Um. Yeah, yeah, just just super solid. People were really receptive. Some really cool business ideas, um, you know, about you know how to get things off the ground, how to get things going. I mean, it sounds like Travis, um, you know, they are trying to. And I say they. I guess I should say we. Maybe are trying to put together a promotion. Okay. Um, I say that with really wide eyes because I'm like, yo, Cameron I don't Khan. know the first thing about anything. Just tell me what you need. Tell me how I can help or who I need to call or mm-hmm. any of that. Like, just let me know because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> but nah, it was just some really cool business ideas, like people who were like-minded in the things that they want to produce, the things that they want to make, you know, what they want to happen for, you know, black wrestlers, black wrestling, black managers, black creators. Um, yeah, and, and just some really good ideas. Uh, the audience is super receptive. And, of course – no uh, no great black event is great without a white man ruining it. So shout out to the homie MJF. Um, 
<laughs> oh, he definitely. I saw some of the still shots, and I was, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, so Travis, let me tell you what happened. So, um, like, I knew he was there, um, but I actually did not. Uh, I didn't see him before the panel because he wasn't at the AEW spot. He wasn't at the. Uh, he wasn't at that. Uh, I guess it was. Is it Headlock Comics? I'm guessing. Who does the? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever comic organization does that. Um, but he wasn't there. So somebody was like, "Yeah, he's talking about coming to the panel." I said, "Okay, that's dope." Um, so yeah, we're going, we're going, we're going. <laughs> All of a sudden, the door bursts open, and it's him. And you know, the people in the crowd go crazy because you know he's a big deal at this point, right? Mm-hmm. They go crazy. And so I'm sitting on the far side of the stage where there's uh and granted, him and I have not met in person to this to this point. So to the far right, there's um my side of the stage does not have steps, right? So he comes in, he's being loud, he makes a beeline for my side of the stage and I look, I realize there's no steps, he's like, Yo, help me up. So I grab him by the hand and I pull him up and he just immediately is like, Hey, if it isn't the whitest black guy I know, me and the boys call him Dennis. And he's like, okay, I'll ask you questions about that five pattern. And I'm like, here this motherfucker goes. So he comes up and, and like, I'll answer any questions about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And he knew, you know, like he's, he's a smart guy. So he knew his being there raises visibility. He knows that him joking like that makes what we're saying more serious. Like, he, he knew what he was doing. And then mm-hmm. as he's leaving, Travis, he says, all right, Cam, I'll see you for pool tomorrow. And I'm just like, you fucking dick. It's hilarious. Um, but And then, like, he uh, he messaged me after. He was like, hey, we did it, bro. And I was like, you. <laughs> I was just laughing. I was like, thank you, man. Yeah, it was, uh, it was something. Um, what, the pool, pool yeah, line was just a gimmick? Yeah, I didn't go billiards. Billiard yeah, it yeah he, he, he does not stop being him. Um, he's, yeah. he's, he's a character. Uh, but yeah, um, and then one of my favorite producers, my favorite podcast producer, actually came and I had talked to him, you know, a few times. I consider him a friend. We'd never met. Um, we ended up talking for a long time after the show. He gave me some weed. You know, it was dope, man. Um, Wait, who's time. this now? Uh, his name is Matt Raz. He used to produce uh, the Combat Jack show. He produces okay. uh official Insecure podcast, and he's about to start producing, like, one of my favorite podcasts. So he's, yeah, Matt's, Matt Raz is the guy. Um, but, yeah, he came to the panel. He's a big wrestling fan, too. Um, so if you look at my uh, my social media, he's the the white guy in the uh, in the AEW mask I took a picture with. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so then we went to, we went to dinner. Um, it went to Koreatown. There's, like, our wait, and so then we go to this rooftop bar to get drinks. We look up. We're right next to the Empire State Building. It's like the you can see it through like the uh, the skylight. It was mm-hmm. really really cool. And we went to all you can eat uh, Korean barbecue. I didn't have to pay for it. A nice young lady came from Jersey who wanted to see me, so that was great. Um, but yeah, that was that was fun. And then uh, yeah, the next day was uh, Atlantic City. I was on an edible, so I probably was fearing for my life for about two hours during a GCW show, but I sobered up <laughs> by the time we got it. Uh, yeah, then shot back to D.C. Sunday, 
Um, mm-hmm. Got home late Monday night, and yeah, I'm in the building. Got your fill of crab cakes uh, on the way up there, I, I assume. I saw you. I did. Nice I did. Um, mm-hmm. Crab cake, yeah, definitely since I touched down. Um, what I wasn't ready for, Travis, was like mm-hmm. how many people like knew who I was. Like both days? Where? Like at the... Uh, oh, really? Like at Wait, Comic-Con not, and at Okay, and at the wrestling. Okay, I would... I would I'm thinking, hmm, which would be more likely? But, you know, you got that crossover yeah. uh, crossover style that uh, have feet in both both, uh, both venues. Like people coming up to me, like, at Comic-Con, like, are you Seahawk? And I'm like, yes. That's <laughs> Why do you know that? Okay, I know you were wearing the South Congress sweat hoodie on the way up there. So, I, and I know how I'd, I'd be at the Comic Cons up here. Back, right? I gotta, okay, I gotta I'm wear the, um, the damn East so Coast that shirt. Hot. That's the thing. It was too damn hot. Like I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't know who I am. On name tag. Hi, my name is Seahawk. <laughs> exactly right. Nah, I had on the, um, I had on the GCW. Uh, or not GCW, I had an, uh, the, what is that, the Tiger Driver Nation of Domination shirt. Mm. Um, and then on Saturday, I wore my green and uh, green and orange NWO hoodie. So now it was, it was okay. you know, yeah. And like, I, when I met, um, when I met Beta Scott, I was like, hey, my name is, I was like, I'm Cameron. She's like, oh, I know, that's why I didn't introduce myself, because you were just here kicking it with us. I was like, oh, okay, nice. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we outside, man. We've been doing this a long time. Um, you know, apparently getting some notoriety, so that's that's where we are. Mm-hmm. All right, that sounded like a blast, and it looked like a blast. I just wanted to. It was not a com- blast, Travis. Confirm. Wait a second. It was. Um, I I love doing the panel. W- work fun um, I love going kind of thing. I did not. It was it was work, man. Like it felt like work, yeah. but in a good way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Work, work it felt yeah. like work. It felt like this is something that's been building for a long time. I needed to be about my business. I needed to be focused. Um, and then even at the GCW show, like which was like, ooh, it was more like, okay, like I'm here, but I'm here as somebody's guest. You know, I gotta I gotta keep it low key. I need to be you know focusing on what I'm doing. So even though I got super high, but yeah, I mean it felt like a business trip, but in a good way. In a good way. Um, yeah. It was what it was supposed Word. to be in the best way. Yeah. It was good to see family. It was good to see friends. But, yeah, it was it was about getting up there, saying what, you know, needed to be said with the right people and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make some progress, some headway. All right. We'll get that, uh, get that link up on the uh, East Coast Cast fan page as well. So look for that if, you, uh, if you're listening to this in podcast form. So, um, all right, let's uh, let's get to TV this week. Uh, we had some some fun stuff, some fun matches, some not so fun matches. Uh, we've got this uh, King of the Ring, Queen of the Crown tournament going on, and some uh, you know people had some things to say about that. They didn't particularly like the length of the women's matches. All of them were like four minutes or less. It wasn't very exciting in, 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 in a lot of ways, but what did you get to see anything in your, uh, or, or did you catch up on, so on TV? I was literally in the airport 
long enough to watch uh, Biggie and Drew against uh, the Usos. Okay. I did see that. Um, I didn't get to see a whole lot, a whole lot of Raw. Um, was just you know in and out the airport, um, and I was like in the air during the majority of Raw. Um, you know, I'm aware of. I did see Kofi and Gender. I did see that. Um, man, I, which was which was a which the, not the finish I want. You know, I never want anyone I can like losing to Gender Mahal or even wrestling Gender Mahal, but it was a really high quality sequence uh, finishing sequence like the last two minutes and everything all the parts it was a lot of moving parts and everybody hit their cues in a nice natural way and it just was fun and uh and like a legit win for for jinder mahal like he looked he looked credible as much as i you know don't want to say some shit like that but yeah i mean i of course we all wanted to see kofi and woods like we really wanted to see kofi and woods like how do they have a match without striking each other. Because you feel like that's what it would be. You know what I mean? Um, it would just be wrestle, 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 you know, who can come out on top. Um, but maybe it's a teaser down the road um, for them eventually to have a match. But, man, um, Trev, can they Are they doing themselves a disservice if anybody but Woods wins this tournament? I was going to ask, why, have they written themselves into a corner? Not the company. Has Xavier written himself into a, a, a tough spot? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, everybody knows this was your thing. Because it's a particularly odd, you know, dream, I guess. Not not that odd, but most yeah, people that's the thing. have it's, it's different like a, kinds of uh, dreams and stuff. And they're playing it up yeah, on TV, and you can find out on his social media. Future King of the Ring is like his ha- has been his has been his Twitter or Instagram handle for a while now. Before all the tournament stuff, it's almost like he's pressured them into bringing to doing a King of the Ring tournament. And if that's the case, do they do they let do they have Xavier Woods win the fucking King of the Ring? I mean, do you? I feel like you don't put him in it unless he's supposed to win. I mean, maybe, but this is Vincent company. I mean, if you're doing it the right way. You know what I mean? Like, if you're doing right by the guy, you don't put him in unless he's supposed to win. You can do anything. You can fake an injury. You know, like, you can he can get jumped before his match. Like, you could have done anything. Yeah. I just don't feel like you put him in unless he's supposed to win. And then, um, so you go all the way and have him – in the finals was a guy like Finn Balor or somebody that can just go and they can just have, have wood shine in a way that he all too rarely, you know, unless it's like a hell in the cell or something with the Usos. We don't really, mm-hmm. really talk about Xavier Woods in ring stuff. Not that we talk about it like, well, oh, it's not so good. He's just, you know, I think, but I think since the summer, especially, I think he's really yeah. shown just how good he is. You know what I mean? Like, as a singles guy. Not even as a singles guy, just as, like, a wrestler. You know, he's yeah. an amateur first, uh, super strong, has a lot of a lot of fire to him. Yeah, I think I think that – I think this is how you satiate, you know, a guy who's been loyal and has done so much, you know, 
brand ambassadorship for you. You know, he doesn't ask for a whole lot. The thing that the thing that he did ask for was a huge risk on him and his friends, and it turned out great for everybody involved. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, throw the guy a bone. You know, do you um, have him do the the king? If he does win, I think this would be a chance to have a different take on the king gimmick instead of for sure. you know scepter and crown and cape um he's creative enough to and we had, and who's like a famous animated king like i can imagine he he maybe not think, the, so, not so the so thumb sucking the lion only two or whatever people, weirdo guy. the only two black people to win king of the ring wait did bobby lashley win king of the ring Ugh. it's just it's just book and mabel right that's the only ones that come to mind. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think Lashley won it. But yeah, um, I think that yeah, I mean he can he's gonna ham it up to a to a a ridiculous level, right? Right. But you know that's what he does. But he um, can do it in the standard yeah. Owen Hart, uh, uh, you know, Wade Barrett kind of thing where you're strutting around in the fucking <laughs> in the gimmick for weeks on end. Mm-hmm. Or does he do? I, I think he do his I mean, own like way. They're doing it all for one skit with Nakamura, where they all just play the guitar. We need that. Um, as far as the women's matches go, if if Xavier Woods winning the King of the Ring is a here nigga damn moment, mm-hmm. the Queen's Crown matches are a here nigga damn moment for sure. Yeah. Let me give you these little one to two minute matches yeah. to crown a queen. Like it, it, it's oh, the Shayna match. I'm like okay because that's how they've been treating Dana Brooke. But to do it all three matches, I don't know about that. It how they like been treating Dana Brooke? I was wondering who the fuck Dana Brooke oh, thought shit. she was that she could trade so, holds and maneuvers with Shayna Baszler like that. Not this last week, Trav, but the week before. Corey Graves shat all over Dana Brooke. Like, they talk about she's been here so long and she's done nothing. Mm. Which is essentially, like, he said it in a slightly more eloquent way, but that's what he said. And I was like, damn, like, they're killing her for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. her losing that fast kind of fits what they're saying right now about her. But for the other matches that go through so fast, I'm like, mm. Even though I think um, they got a real shot at... Uh, I like to see Piper Niven and Shayna Baszler in the final. Yo, like, I don't know brackets match up that way, but she carried herself really well on Monday. Uh, Piper Niven. Yeah. Yo, I. Yeah, it's probably what I would have rather saw in 2017 in the May Young instead of her and and I almost called her Riho. Um, shit, out of sight, out of mind. Yo, Shirai. Or, uh, no, Kyrie the pirate, Sane. Kyrie Sane, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Shayna Baszler and Piper Niven are, are next. Um, oh, so that's going to be on TV next week. Oh, so that's on TV next week. But whoever wins that match faces either Zelina or Carmella. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw the, because I hadn't, I didn't see the Zelina. Tony Storm match, which you know, you know, me and them tiny little women and just the credibility. 
so when they're like, oh, the winner gets Zelina Vega, I was like, what? What kind of, you know, and then Carmella wins. What's with her face? Like, did, did, why, is, why is she wearing that mask? You got to make sure she don't get a hit because it's so beautiful. Oh, she's just doing her I'm the prettiest thing. In the, okay. So it's not like she broke her nose. All right. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> okay. Look it doesn't it, seem it very marketable, but all right. Uh, yeah, I don't – I don't – that's who, – who bracketed these? Like why? Whose idea was it to have these – in the finals or semis or however it's working out. Uh, like you said, Piper or you know, Dewdrop and Shayna is a finals and you got to, and you're forcing them to, 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 to face each other in the semis. That's um, not so great, but you know, they get to have, you know, the standout match of the tournament. It seems to be set up that way considering how the early matches have gone. So uh, anything on the men's one on the men's side, the side Xavier, like it's all he Not seems really. to be to be um, his. Like, let me look at the bracket breakdown. If it's on, if if he's on the other side of Xavier Woods, that has to that seems like that has to be the final. On the other side of who? If he's on the other side of oh, the yeah, bracket, yeah. Is so Xavier it's, Woods. It's him and Jinder Mahal. Um, and some people have been like, well, Jinder Mahal is probably going to win because they're going to Saudi Arabia. It's like, guys, he's Indian. Like, there's That's no not, correlation. What? There's no correlation. Like it might be, it might on, be some beef. Both, like um, I don't know the geopolitical, uh, but come the fuck on. Yeah, no, no, damn, no. that ain't it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's Woods and Mahal facing the winner of Sami Zayn and Finn Balor. There ain't no way Sami Zayn is going to be in the finals at Crown Jewel. No <laughs> sir, no sir. Everybody's going to be a That's a good point. Sami Zayn's not on that plane, Jack. Um, I love the Mysterio story going on. How many tried to put the turnbuckle back on? Like everything just keeps going wrong. He tries to do the do up. the right thing, just and he still up. gets you know he's fucking it up. And Sami Zayn's just you know he's just five and zero oh against the Mysterio family in the last <laughs> two months. Ridiculous. Yeah, man. So. Um, I want to go back and watch Woods and Ricochet. Like, I'm sure that was really good. I, need to go I back know that was that a hell out. of a, a hell of a. I don't know if it was he didn't get the, the balance, but that elbow, man, he just yeah, here's 220 pounds right into your sternum, uh, Ricochet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, just unadulterated, unadulterated uh, elbow meat right in your right in your, in your solar plexus. Speaking of elbows, who's this Kylo Kylo Quinn guy? With the fucking legit running forearm smash that had me like, oh, wow, like that's a, oh, right. I buy that as a finish in, in, in NXT. Yeah, well, the, was it the, yeah, the the, the big. Uh, he like smacks his arm first a couple times and gets the crowd to clap, 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 and then he earns. Uh, he looks the like a uh, No Mercy creator wrestler. He, he looks like uh, EC3. Minus 50 pounds and a bunch of tattoos, sort of. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like the the, the the Creed kid who does like a... <laughs> the cartwheel thing? What is it? Like a side fucking... suplex into a running low clothesline. Oh, right. that, oh yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. That's the end of it. Yep. And he, 
Yeah, that shit looks good. Dog, it is on right now. What? A, okay, so I was uh, had a young lady over last night, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain to her that you know you typically lose when you leave the territory. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, this guy Swerve is a champion. He's moving to SmackDown. He's this title is a part he's of the not show. Not going to take so that title, yeah. Ninety-nine percent chance he's not going to take this title over to SmackDown. Okay. So I was like, okay. So how does he lose it? Um, I was like, you could have Escobar just, you know, just beat him by hook or by crook. So mm-hmm. I'm watching the end of the match, and then. Uh, Carmelo and Trick come out, and I'm like, he retained, but at what cost? And boy, they clean that man up. And I guess that the breakout tournament contract is essentially money in the bank. Yeah, it's um, a, it's a, yeah. It's I was always under the impression, but it's for that any title though. Of a, huh? It's for, he could have challenged for him and Trick could have got a tag title shot. He could have went after the NXT title against Champa. Uh, it was it's. It's super ambiguous, or it's why it's open. No, and I understand that. What I mean yeah. is, I thought it was a, I go to Regal, and he sets the match up later. I didn't realize, uh, like, this is the first yeah. time. Literally, like, it money could be, it could be them just in a spot needing to, and just going, oh, hey, sure, well, sure. we didn't, we didn't establish it one way or the other. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always previously said this is who I'm going to face, and they set it up traditionally. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It was just interesting to watch it happen. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, Carmelo Hayes, uh, NXT North American champion. Boy, that's a black-ass title. That, niggas have really worn that. You had – I'm serious. You had Ricochet, Lee, Keith Lee. Velveteen, Swerve, uh, Leon Ruff. And now you got Hayes. So, yeah, it's a black-ass belt, man. And good on him, man. Like, he came in, went hit up with Adam Cole. They did a slight adjustment with his character. You had his buddy come in. He has an edge about him now. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, pretty, pretty cool. Um, Trav, what do you think about the uh, underboob cam that they use on Mandy Rose? I'm, I'm upset that I didn't see it. ridiculous. Watch when Mandy Rose comes out of the entranceway anytime. They film from under her. It's huh. ridiculous. Like, I'm like, y'all are Is it so on the worried. level when the, the beautiful people would get in and they would just zoom all up the crack of their ass? <laughs> it's, so it's, it's not from behind. It's from the front. No, I, I get it. But I'm just saying, is it like just that, like, oh. Hmm, Basically, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But good on her, like, having, like, finally having, like, a real edge about her. Like, you know, it didn't she really happen on the main one. Whoop nobody. I don't fuck about yeah, her. I agree. Well, that, that, hey, her pump kick was good. I can't front. The pump kick was good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Like, uh, and then I like Braun Breaker saying, Champ, I'm going to protect you until <laughs> until the pay-per-view. Because I want to when I beat you. And it just plays into who Champ is so much. Like him being obsessive over the title. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool all around. Before we get to callers, I definitely want to talk about the, the background I got up here, man. So, uh, Rampage, a.k.a. the show that CM Punk built, 
Um, I, I think they're doing something really interesting by typically having him strictly on yeah. Rampage. Yeah. Um, he wrestles on and Rampage and commentates it, on Dynamite. Yeah, having Danielson typically on Dynamite, even though yeah. – uh, so Friday night, um, they are doing a, a buy-in where on YouTube you're going to have Bobby Fish and Lee Moriarty, which is going to be great. And then Danielson and Suzuki, which is also going to be great. Pretty strong stuff heading into on YouTube. They're gonna have Brian and yeah. Suzuki on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. The strategy of having a buy-in for a regular show. I mean, the, the concept is. I get it. It's, it's fine, but. That match, that matchup, that marquee to have. I mean, that was one of my that was one of my biggest complaints. The first six months of AEW TV, people would talk about this promo that such and such had on Dark, or this match that they such and such had on Dark, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here! You got a first run cable slot. Put that good shit on TV. Don't make me go to your goddamn YouTube channel. Uh, this is not that, but it's also, man, it's I don't know if it's risky. It ain't my my money, my viewerships, my you know none of that. But I just think you you try to uh, you don't try. You just put them on TV and pop a damn rating and and, and hype the hell out of it. Yeah. And, and give yeah, people I that think, you know, give people it, like Boris that don't necessarily watch AEW at least consistently, but fuck with New Japan and wake up three in the morning to watch New Japan shows and shit like that. Uh, certainly going to get him to watch. Now you're gonna not that he's not going to watch the YouTube thing, but make that shit count. But you know, but interesting on them that uh, that they're going this route. I like this. I'm interested in how it turns out, as always. So, um, all right, let's uh, let's kind of run through a couple of these emails that we've gotten the last few weeks. Hopefully, they're not too time sensitive. Anthony from California chimed in. How you guys been? I have to confess that I haven't watched WWE since Hogan returned at the Saudi show a few years back. Damn, him and Craig alike, uh, with the exception of a few pay per views here and there. I know I missed a lot with you. Uh, I know I missed a lot, but with you guys, Wade, Twitter, and other avenues, I'm somewhat in the loop. But last night, uh, two weeks ago, but last night I was actually excited to watch because the Mississippi State guy. I was excited to see Ariel Hawani. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn, I wanted uh, Ariel Howard, aka Lash Legend, debut on the show. She's an amazing athlete. So I'm sure she'll do fine in the ring given time. What were your initial impressions so far? Thanks. I, I still haven't seen her. Yeah, she hasn't Rich done any in ring stuff. Tells me uh, about great her. Look. She just does a uh, talk show or something. Yeah. Her having a show, like she's uh definitely has a great attitude for it. Uh easy on the eyes. Yeah, I think it's gonna work for her. Like they haven't had to do in ring stuff yet, but her talk show is pretty cool. Uh, before we I don't have much to say on this one, but did you see uh Fucking, I forget her first name. Layla Nile, something Nile, the muscular yes. woman in Diamond Mines. See yes. her put that young woman through the man almost. Oh, that that's yeah. a torture rack right there, boy. Yeah. She, yeah. 
She bit her in half. Yeah, man. They got, they got the table, She man. struggled. Got it was like five seconds worth of the the girl was trying to tap, and she just was like, okay, the ref isn't seeing this. Let me make it more obvious and switch hands. Yep. But, yeah, she uh, she's something. Uh, but, yeah, Anthony, I haven't, I haven't seen uh, uh, Slash Legend yet, but I'm sure I will soon. Uh, Rashad chimed in two weeks ago. What up, fellas? One quick topic for you today. What are your thoughts on the rebranded Keith Bearcat Lee and his squash match? What do you see in him post-draft, and does he make it back to the main title picture or stay in the mid-card and face someone like Priest? Uh, as always, thanks for what you do. Um, well, this was two weeks ago. What did you uh, think of the Bearcat Keith Lee thing? Or Keith Bearcat Lee, cool. whatever. Um yeah. You know, it being an homage to, uh, you know, to a classic wrestler, I think it's cool. Um, Who, Ernie Ladd? Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, I would have to look up his name specifically. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody might post it in the chat. Um, let's see. He is, uh, Bearcat Wright was his name, I believe. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I know that name. Yeah, Edward Bearcat right. So it's supposed to be an homage to him. And, you know, good on Keith Lee, man. Keith Lee, um, had some starts and stops. You know, we, we didn't mm-hmm. know it was a real health issue, you know, that was stopping him for a long time. And, uh, yeah, good on him, man, for, um, you know, kind of finding a spot, um, having a bit more motivation. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Like, I, I still think he has world champion, uh, I still think that's coming for him. We might have to be patient for it, but yeah, he's 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 back on track. And and his other half, why the fuck isn't Mia Yim in on TV, let alone a prominent spot? Mia Yim also doesn't know why Mia Yim's not on TV. Like, yeah, like why is yeah, she in that Queens tournament? Like, for real? Yeah, or doing something? I mean, shit. Okay. All right, uh, Rashad also chimed in last week. He says, your thoughts on Swerve losing to Carmelo Hayes via cash-in? Two, with the official heel turn for Hayes, does he feud with Escobar going forward? And if not, what's next for uh, Legato? And three, how do you see Swerve's transition to SmackDown playing out? So we already talked about our thoughts pretty much on the the actual Mm -hmm. cash-in. Does he feud with Escobar? I think he made, I don't, made him I don't really see strong that. on the way out. I don't see that happening. Like, that's a good thing. And I think, you know, you move that. For you to move the whole crew when, you know, two of them at the very least are very green, right? You you move the whole crew to SmackDown. <clears throat> really, you see big things for them. And you know who the most talented one is in the crew. So, yeah, I, I think he's going to do, do just fine. Um, I, I wonder if he's going to be a heel or a face now, because he was, he was, I, they were tweeners to me. Um, like they were definitely more on the face side when they were facing uh, uh, Legato del Fantasma, but you know, with everybody else, they were heels. You know what I'm saying? So. And what's next for those guys? Yeah. Or specifically uh, for Legato. I mean, I think they are going to try to get the title off of, uh, off of Carmelo Hayes, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that, Escobar and he's got his is, homies, so we'll get some know, tag I think, matches. I think he's world title material, so I think he's mm-hmm. going to uh, 
Salute to Darrell um, for giving Travis Ray a gift sub. Um, yeah, I think he's going to uh, be in the world title picture. I think when, when, when Braun Breaker gets that title, he's going to need opponents, and, and, and that's where you start. And, yeah, that's it from Rashad. So, all right, let's, uh, let's talk to some folks. Finally, 347-202-0103 is the number to call. Let's, uh, let's go to Newark and bring Kylan into the mix. Oh, boy, we got an echo. Kylan, what's going on? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Not too bad. Hey, you know. Great. What's on your mind? Well, to to start things off, the first thing I have is in regards to new WWE prospects, and more specifically, Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson. Okay. With reports recently surfacing that Gable Stevenson is, as of Friday, tentatively scheduled to have his first match on April 3rd, 2022 at WrestleMania at Cowboy Stadium. Mm-hmm. Who, who do you suspect his first match and or program will be with? <clears throat> All right, I'm put you on mute while we answer this, and then come back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suspect those are going to be two different, two different things. I think they'll feed him feed him guys in the months leading up, whether it's, you know, they'll probably do like they, they did with like a, like a new MAGA type where you just literally throw him jobbers for six or eight weeks. And then finally, you know, he gets a, gets uh, uh, an actual star named opponent and beats them pretty handily, you know, once or twice. And, and then, then someone takes takes the offense or notice or he spills coffee on somebody and cater and who fucking knows. <laughs> and so uh, so who knows who his first match will be up against. His first – who he wrestles at WrestleMania? I don't know. Is that a spot for like a Sami Zayn, somebody that can uh, – who's, who's smaller than him and can bump like a – you know – bump like a maniac form and, and, and keep the guy safe and walk him through and all that kind of thing. See, I was going to go the other way. I would say Baron Corbin. But I think Sami Zayn's a great uh, a great choice for that yeah. especially. Yeah, Corbin, totally, if you just want to you show off the guys. But typically, he's probably taller than... Gable Stevenson, Stevenson, if that's how it's mm-hmm. pronounced. But see, that's why I think it would be uh, impressive, though, watching them throw around a big guy. Yeah. Maybe. 
But yeah, I think, I think, I think Sami Zayn is more of a, or just get somebody that can somebody. that can wrestle Look, with them. Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, not gonna be there. <laughs> That's the thing. Sami Zayn. Oh, is his uh, contract up with the Owens in February, January, February? Yeah, he might be gone. Last week, we to keep him. Hey, hey, we'll give you this Gable Stevenson match at WrestleMania. Everybody can't be world champion, right? Like. I, I, I shout out to the wrestling otaku. Shout out to the big homie. He finally got some. Salute that man. Um, he's like, man, I can't wait until you got a real go so they can, huh? He bought himself a real anyway. doll. Wow. Um, I know he's coming out of somebody's house. That was oh. his house. Prostitution. Right. I got you. Um. But yeah, like he's like, I can't wait till Kevin Owens goes to AEW because they'll do right by him. I'm like, yo, they got three hours of TV a week, big dog. Like, I know like there's this idea that they're just going to treat everybody that everybody thinks is treated unfairly so good, but like only <laughs> so much time and so yeah, much space yeah. and so many belts, man. Like, yeah, it's only so many W's to go around. I I think a guy like Owens just in that environment with that fan base would just naturally kind of rise to like eventually get, get his, get his shot. But I don't know if it's a, it would be a good idea to immediately do those things anyway. Like, or like just throw them in the, in the mix. Like you just, you don't have to, not only would it might be a bad idea. You just, you don't have to, you're not in a position where you, where you have to shoot a guy like Kevin Owens to the into the main programs. You can put Kevin Owens into uh, like the Christian spot. What he was I mean, doing, he can like do anything. That, that, that is the fun thing yeah, about him. He can that do is, anything. That's very true. Yeah. All right, let's see what else Kylan's got to say. Uh, Kylan, you're back on. Uh, and my final question what are you? What are you and Cam's thoughts on Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn apparently using their power of petulance and pettiness to apparently cancel MLW's streaming deal with Tubi TV? which is Fox's general entertainment streaming service. Oh, that's some bullshit. Some whole ass shit. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's corny. That's, wow. Yeah. That's some whole ass shit. what they do to you? God damn. Yeah, I mean, what is it? I just don't get like what is it? What does it? What does a wildly successful MLW do to WWE <laughs> or, yeah. uh, on Tubi? They're a wildly successful relationship with MLW and Tubi slash Fox. How does that hurt WWE in, in any in any way? Why force Fox? Because of course, if they Fox got to make a make a choice. Although if you're Fox, you'd be like. Fuck off! This is uh, that's what we do over there. <laughs> they could say the same thing. Like, what that got to do with y'all? Unless there's some fine, some not so fine print that says we, you know, we're exclusive 
pro wrestling slash sports entertainment kind of thing. I wouldn't be surprised if, if they just didn't, Fox just didn't realize, like, oh, shit, we do have that. They can, if they want to push it, they can go to court and say, we signed and said we'd mm-hmm. be the, you know, and maybe it's not on Fox outright, but they own Tubi and blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't know. It's, it, you would think Fox in those kinds of places, they would have the upper hand and they could just be like, whatever, we'll see you at the next fucking negotiation. It's not like, uh, WWE is in this, you know, sitting pretty, this position that they can just dictate terms uh, going forward, especially after getting a billion dollars and, you know, just doing okay. Mm-hmm. So, that's some nasty shit, man. That's whack. But, but typical. Yeah. About how they get down, for sure. Uh, all right, appreciate you, Kylan. Let's. Um... Hey, real quick, what do you think yeah, yeah. about uh, about WWE running an extra half hour to run into uh, to run into uh, Rampage? Yeah, or yeah, Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Like, uh, it, it's one of those things that could backfire because people are going to. People that don't know that there's Rampage are going to maybe wonder and inquire. Why is it? So are they going half out, you know, bottom of the hour or however it says at the half hour to half hour? Or are they going, are they still doing a two hour show? Just it's ending I think they're doing a two and a half hour. Or is it a two and a half hour? Okay. So they're doing extra content as if they fucking need, need another half hour of TV. Uh, that's a, that's some more ho ass shit. It's like okay, go ahead, you know. But it could it could be one of those things that people go, why? Hmm, what's this about? Or or they just might not want to make people choose. Like the 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 answer they get once they make people choose might not be the one they want, and then they'll go, oh, that was the extra half hour though. We didn't really. We weren't really, that was just like, no, no. Y'all were trying to put a dent and then got y'all feelings hurt. Now, I'm not even saying that's going to happen, but it's a risk that they're taking. Uh, did you see the attendance at Raw Monday? Uh, I, I heard it was a little light. I heard the building was about half full. Not even 5,000, like 4,200 tickets, 4,500 tickets, 3,700 sold. Something like that. And where was the Something show? In, uh, don't get me lying. But my man sent me a picture of, or it was like a meme. It was Rhea Ripley, and, and it was like, I don't know. It was a weird shot. Like, I don't know if she was dr- drinking a beer, spitting a beer out. It was kind of a, I don't know what was going on in that split second that the shot, you know, the camera flashed. And it was like, man, I didn't know WWE events, WWE live shows were this wild. And it was just kind of like, oh, Rhea Ripley and her gothy-looking makeup and, you know, beer flying. And I was just like, I think somebody handed her a beer. Okay, so I text, I hit Mike back like, was this a house show? Because of it looked like a house show. It was a close-up, but it looked super dark in the background. And again, if she's like interacting with fans like that, that's typically something you do off of TV. 
Um, and he was like, no, that's just the fucking attendance. Yeah. And they had to darken the shit out of the arena and made it look like a damn house show. And then I saw uh, official numbers that were like, yeah, high 30, you know, in the high 3,000 sold and not even, and then they papered another 1,000 or something like that. So, And again, the wild part is like they just did, again, GCW did 2,000. GCW, yeah. who has no TV time, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, who has, uh, and they did have Moxley on the card. Um, they sure. did Cardona on the card, but yeah. They did just two thousand paid straight up. Right, they had the mm. big hitters on their show and did the biggest gate of their fucking existence. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, yeah, yeah. Build to the right matches, man. And, and again, <laughs> right. like, I I don't want to be WWE criticism guy, but man, it's just there's not like Biggie is fresh. Uh. Lashley and Hurt Business have been doing great work. New Day's been doing great work. Uh, people are really into Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Like, there are good things, but, man, it, it is it – is, there's a lot stale about about Raw. You know, so I think SmackDown is a superior show um, because, you know, Roman is in his groove. Matter of fact, to switch it, apparently Roman is, like, now, like, the second biggest merch sale- seller ever. Like – Really? Yeah, as a in healer, a year, he's like the number one merch guy in the business in the company right now. But they're well, saying yeah, like his that. numbers are rivaling Cena's. Fuck, and that's with less people watching. So that's even kind of more impressive. With less people watching, and with technically less merch. Like he's what, like really like two shirts that right. are basically a variation of each like other every every three four months, or or a different color of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. They said my man. Yeah, I mean, he's thing. got himself a bloodline shirt, so that says something. It's a it's a simple shirt that does not feel corny, you know. Just acknowledge me, like it works. Any chance Heyman's putting on airs and he's uh, they're going to do some kind of twisty twist, and he throws yeah, Brock, I mean, he throws a. Uh, uh, Brains under the bus somehow, and oh, I was with Brock the whole time. I hope not, but Man, like, what, do you, what do you think? I don't know. Like that's it'll, it's yeah. going to be interesting. I hope one of you guys watch it so you can tell me what happened. <laughs> I mean, promo Paul cut Friday was like that was a fucking money promo. Like yeah. if I and because because I hadn't been watching specifically the last two weeks. Uh, I was like, man, I don't know what's really going on in this feud, but shit, just watching that promo and uh, uh, Heyman give and then turn around and do his back down and give his Usos there and, and milling around in the back. I was like, man, it's got me. I want to see that match. So, yeah, we'll see. Sun, when is it? Is it? Wait, where are they wrestling? Are they wrestling in Saudi? Yes. Brock and Rome? Ah, oh, I guess I won't be watching. Yes. That's, that's in Saudi. King of the Ring final, Queen's Crown final. Yeah. 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 Matter of hmm. fact, let me tell you what the uh, the whole card is. Yeah. Let's see. So if it's Shayna and Zelina... Or Shayna and 
and and Carmella and Carmella, they'll just be all you know race car. They're gonna have tall tees on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's Roman and Brock. Um. Becky, Bianca, and Sasha for the SmackDown title. Uh, RK Bro versus AJ and Omos. Big E and Drew for the WWE title. Goldberg, Lashley, No Holds Barred. Uh, the two tournament finals. Edge and Seth, Hell in a Cell. And Mark no, no. Versus- Wait. That's, not, that's not at Hell in a Cell in like a couple, um, a couple of weeks or a month or so from now? That's... It, it is not. They're doing Hell in a Cell in Saudi? Wow. They don't have to call and it like Heck, Heck, Heck in the Cage? Heck. <laughs> Heck in the Deck. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is something. Huh, Hate this, in the Cram. This is not. Mm. Nah, I'm going to stick to my yeah. stick to my, stick to my loose morals and, course, and not watch the Mansour, show. But damn, it's. So Mansoor can yes, continue yes, his. Yeah, that's uh, how I saw they were winning treat. matches. And like, uh, you know. Nah. <laughs> Mustafa got sick of him like two weeks ago. Fuck. Okay. All right. Let's. And beat uh, his ass on Monday. He beat the shit out of him. Beat the shit mm-hmm. out of him. A couple of those, uh, he threw him into the containers face first, and I was like, "Damn, did he catch the edge? If he comes up, comes up bleeding or with a big knot on his forehead, I won't be surprised." And then he threw us in the back of his head at, at the same same crates. Later on, that's, yeah, that was a, a good beat down. Let's uh, all right. Let's end things in um, on the uh, on a southern note. Head to Georgia. Talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What up? Not too much, man. What's going on with you, sir? Echo. Stan. Is that from you, Cam? Or do I have an echo? Who echo in traffic? Oh, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm just bullshitting with you, man. How y'all guys doing today? Doing all right. Oh, man, you know, getting back getting into in the there. groove. All right, Comic-Con superstar. I'm a I got to go to work tomorrow, like the office. I'm not ready for that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time, man. It was, it was, it was, it was what it needed to be. That was, that's, that's one of those benchmarks I hit. So it was, it was good. It was good. When you're on your way to the office, I hope you trip and fall and, and look like uh, Peter when he falls and have to grab his knee with that ugly Cam shirt on. Ah. <laughs> ah, that's fucked up too. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yeah, man. Wait, before, yeah, man. Actually, hold up, Darrell. Let me ask. Com- compared to um to the Comic Con we have down here. I can't imagine size wise and everything was probably just ridiculous, right? And the number it's about of boots. Five times yeah. Like and and the art convention center convention down here, right? It's bigger. not like we we're squished in there. It seems it's pretty yeah. uh, roomy. It's like it's just the floor itself is broken up into like two huge areas. Um Is it like, like the size of like a WrestleMania access? You've been to those haven't you bigger Just than as that. far as space wise like wow size of access because access okay. is pretty big now, yeah. i feel like three times like the, that jab that javits convention center is huge and we had to go to an adjacent building to do the screenings in the breakout rooms 
Like, it's huge. Okay. Um, yeah, like, the, uh, the, the Dragon Ball Z display itself was probably a quarter of the size of what the floor was at the Austin Comic Con. It's huge, like, to describe. Like, you can't just walk from one side to the other in, like, three minutes. Like, mm-hmm. it's a, a journey to get to both sides of that thing. It was, it was monstrous. Oh, you went and seen that, you, um, blasphemous, um, Dragon Ball Z hater? Nah, it was, I took a picture with the big ass. They had, like, not a life size, because it can't be life size, but they had, like, a half size, uh, Ozaru Vegeta. Like, which is like, you know, 20 times bigger than a person. Like, it was crazy. That was, that was a, a serious, serious display. They had like, uh, life-size Goku versus Jiren, like, 3D models, it was really cool. Like, yeah. I didn't have time to hate, man. Okay, 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 okay. So how was um the the whole function itself? That face that you made with MJF was um classic, man. Yeah, fuck it. You need to put your face yeah, on damn. um a Texas football player um uh, photo. <laughs> I was gonna Photoshop that. Damn. <laughs> it was uh it was fun, man. Like like that that the panel was 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 really cool. Um, really informative. Got to figure out you know things people want to do, things people are trying to do. People talking about putting this money together and make something happen. So it was it was dope. It was dope. Okay. 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 That's what's up. Good to see people out here doing what they're supposed to do. That's what's up. That's what's up. I see um, y'all were talking about um, um, what? I'm trying to um, tease if they want to um, get SmackDown to go three hours. Go ahead. Go ahead. See what happens. (laughs) And where's going to where they go? That's what I said. That half hour, two and a half hour. I don't know. They gonna put that third hour. That's what I want to know. FS1. FS1. Yeah, come on. Just don't do it. Like we've been, we've we've already we know what the what they do, what the numbers are on FS1. <laughs> they're garbage. Anytime yeah. they go to FS1 yeah. because they're preempted or or play up baseball playoffs or whatever, the numbers are trash. FS1's penetration is. On two inches, it's just they they stubby and they just can't get in there. It's fucking yeah. So if I like Tony Khan's looking at this like, all right, <laughs> y'all gonna try to put y'all a little half hour on FS1 against against all right, like go ahead, yeah, good luck, fellas. <laughs> well, I don't know. They'll probably do um still do more than what they're doing on Friday. TNT. So. We'll see. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Other than that, man, I'm in. I really um uh, gonna look out and try to go see that um Brian and um Suzuki match, even though it's gonna be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It ain't yeah, that easy. Um, put up two screens. Yeah, and that's that's was kind of my thing. Like, you know, they're doing the buy-in, I guess, to to build to their show. But it's like, we just have the iPad on YouTube and the TV on SmackDown, like a yeah. normal person, or shit the other way around. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, like it, it's it's 
easier than ever to not have to flip channels to watch both things. You know what I mean? So it, it it's, doesn't really give – I feel like it's not going to give WWE a real indicator of how hot their product is one way or another because people can literally watch both. So it's not like – I don't think that uh, AEW's numbers are going to go down that first half hour because the WWE is on. I just, I just don't think so. I don't think WWE's numbers are going to look great uh, right there at the tail end of the show um, just because. Like, yeah, no. Nah. And is it a baseball game that night? I think that's why everything's moved, right? Um, I think so. Let me see. On Friday. I know my brain's moving, so. MLB Friday night is, yeah, Red Sox and the Astros, game one of the ALCS. Yeah, so that's going to be. That's going to be Yeah, that's why they moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's killing both of them shows. Uh, um, I'm surprised Monday after um, the football game and how interesting how um, my boy was out there um, putting up them stats, then kill raw numbers um, to a point. So that was amazing. Hmm. But other than that, man, Wrestling ain't really been going on. I've been paying attention to uh, all the other sports again, with um, people calling you um, um, big lip niggers, niggers and stuff in football. Right. And, and I got to really, – I think I'm going to push the stream to Friday because, like, I really need to, like, gather all the info on that. I feel like that's going to be a huge talking point. Uh, John Gruden, <laughs> it was wild. Oh, yeah. Emails, boy, like, oh my god! And, um, <laughs> I saw a headline um, that said, my, that said Gruden apologizes for not for not including the Jews in his disparaging emails." <laughs> he was going hard. Cold buddy, who they drafted, who gay, he had to take a few days out because you know in some of them emails where he was saying about um, gay people and stuff. So, but yeah. uh, Mike Davis came out, you know, the owner for the Raiders, um, Al Davis' son, came out and said, um, was kind of saying that the NFL helped um, conspire to um, do this to fuck up their team to make him um, to make him quit. Yeah. Why? What, uh, did he say why they would do that? Why they have any interest? He just he was just hitting. He was just hitting. Okay, I mean, I mean, and then, and then what McCauley came out and said like the NFL had been knew uh, about these emails and had already well, said sure that Davis I believe and had been trying to handle it. So the fact that they would want to hurt the Raiders, why like, NFL wants as many marquee teams with marquee players and marquee coaches as possible. You know, they're not in the business of fucking up their money. If anything, it would be the other way. Like, like if we found out, oh yeah, they we they tried as hard as fuck to cover this shit up, so nobody would, you know, uh, be the none the wiser. Not that they're going out of their way to spite the Raiders for who, for what, who the fuck? That's no, just, that's just I'm, I'm upset. Some people trying to say he was trying to help John Groom as well, so he don't have to do that whole ten years. He can get up out of there. Because in the next coming months he might have a uh, 
uh, new deal with something else to make even more money come out. Oh, he's going to bounce. So okay, just take this bad look here. Yeah. He's going to he's gonna pivot from the, the bigotry and the racism to something even bigger than a $100 million contract. Hey, if, if he can manage that, if society lets him, they won't. Who the fuck? So who, who's going to give him a deal? And that, then they got to deal with not just woke Twitter, just people on Twitter like, wait, hold up. I don't got to be Man, fucking them, 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 online them, them activists to see that this is, uh, might be kind of fucked up. Hey man, them I don't know why man get away with all this stuff. Just look at Urban Meyer. That that would have been a brother doing that. He would have had to leave his team too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at the 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 Washington football team. They're uh, you know they was sex yeah, trafficking. Yeah, no about that. And, and no, he's he even, even he had to get rid of the um, assistant to the um, trainers. He had to even get rid yeah. of them the next week. <laughs> Because they got Bruh, coming. That's like that story about the the vacations and the girls having to take the photos. Like that being a part of this, dog, it's going to get real bad for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like it is going to get really bad for a lot of people across a bunch of different organizations. Because it wasn't just John Gruden. This shit's going to be nasty. I'm going to be a coach. If anything, they got to go. They got to go. Okay, we can't like. Like, oh, shit, now Mike Davis is talking shit. We can't – we got to find somebody else or a handful of other people to to implicate or throw under the bus so they know it's not – we're not just focused on A, B, or C, but uh, the whole the whole alphabet. But, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Washington, fucking Snyder, fucking it up for everybody. <laughs> per usual. Per fucking usual. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you know, uh, and that comes crazy off of um, um, the Washington football team after they just ha- had them scandals about people uh, doing the women any kind of way. But you know, once yeah. you get money, you can do uh, you can get away with a lot of stuff. I forgot the little gaming company that's going through it, but since um, they make millions of dollars, I think the people who um, do like. Uh, um, Call of Duty and stuff like that. Well, they used to have a Cosby suite where they'll put up the Cosby photo and they'll go up there and do it. Um, Cosby. Um, they said Cosby was doing the people, and they called it the Cosby wow. suite, and they had on internal emails and all type of stuff. Wow. Got that field, Cosby and women, mm. and talking about it. What was the shit that Michaels and Janetti was uh, putting and and Mr. Perfect rope Robos? Putting some shit, I forget what they call it. Damn, I'm throw them out naked. <sighs> Scummery, the scumbaggery yeah. doesn't end. All right, anything else before yeah, we uh, don't before we end. wrap things up, Darrell? Oh, nothing much, man. Y'all go ahead and I'll wrap it up, man. On okay. yeah, man. Holler at me about that, man. I want to do. Uh, try to start a Discord, man. Like I said, man, uh, my um, Twitch thing. I've been trying to grow it and. and researching this a- ASM heart thing where the people be licking the ears. Oh, and, um, my hot God. People who've been helping me out. Who've been helping oh me out because, I'm, you know, I'm affiliated with Twitch now. I almost partnered, so. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> it's up. It's been very interesting. Been very interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's, let's definitely do it. Doing it by myself. Sure. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right, Darrell. We'll talk to you, man. Peace out. Let me find out Darrell gonna be eating eating corn on the cob on the podcast. <laughs> Dog. 
<laughs> you make me like that. You were like loud that. too. <laughs> Mackie. Oh man, that I I'd listen at least once just to say I did. So, all right, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, there is no VIP show. We couldn't get, get we could get everybody on the on the same page uh, uh, this week back. Uh, but Rich had some kind of mouth surgery or tooth pullage or I think Melissa might have just gave him a backhand for for, for getting. For getting fresh, and he's uh, you know, got a swollen lip or tongue or something, <laughs> and uh, you know, but yeah, something, something wrong with his mouth, uh, and he won't be able to talk a bunch of shit. Um, so we'll be back next week. I don't know about the live show, I'm still working things out. I got a goddamn state job, and they're not interested in me and my personal, uh, personalized schedule. Yo, I have this, they give out the schedule. For a year, <laughs> the schedule mm. got like fourteen months on it, and it's all yeah. Like this in. is what you gonna work around. So me coming in there like, yo, I need Wednesdays off every week, every fucking you know, forever. They're like, they're like, yeah, nah, we nah, don't, nah, 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 we nah. don't do this, T'Challa. We don't do this, do that around here. So Mm-mm-mm. I gotta, uh, yeah, gotta. Uh, Elbow some people and nudge them like, hey, 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 give me some special privileges. So, um, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep everybody, um, keep everybody updated. But until next time, whenever that may be, uh, that's Cam. I'm Trav. We out of here. Talk to you next time. Oh, my God.